This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Apartments safer in the wake of a deadly fire. I'm Luke Lukert. A local school system's plan to recruit and retain mental health professionals. I'm Scott Gelman. At 1.15, TV Guide's Matt Roush on the live Netflix special that will feature a popular comedian tonight. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. The nation is reeling from another weekend of dangerous weather where people have been killed by falling trees and one man drowned in high floodwaters. The Weather Channel's Reynolds Wolf with the latest. In some locations, from this point all the way through Wednesday, could be dealing with, well, not just inches, but feet of snow for the parts of Mount Shasta. Four to five feet of snow for the Sierra Nevada. Some locations, three to four, two to three. When you get down towards Yosemite. In Detroit alone, some 200,000 people are without power. From our affiliate WWJ, DTE Energy President Trevor Lauer. I want to start by uh, apologizing to the customers that are waking up without power this morning. Understand how frustrating it is. Uh, we had heavy snow and wind come into southeast Michigan last night that affected our electrical system. Doctors found a cancerous lesion on President Biden's chest during an exam. CBS's Wendy Gillette. Basal cell carcinomas don't invade, but they classically grow and they can cause local problems, hence the need to remove them. He's CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says there will likely be more lesions during President Biden's life. But his doctor says this one was successfully removed, and the 80-year-old president does not need any further treatment. It healed nicely, so they normally will cut it out and make sure they have clean margins under the uh, microscope and then he just needs to be follow up at a regular occasion. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. One person is dead after a business jet was hit with severe turbulence. The plane was heading from New Hampshire to Leesburg, Virginia when it was shaken and forced to divert to Bradley International Airport. The National Transportation Safety Board says five passengers were aboard and it has launched an investigation. In Italy, Texas, police say there's a suspect in custody in the killing of three children. Authorities say they were stabbed to death and two other children were wounded. This neighbor can't believe what happened. We're a close community. And and just to be honest with you, you know, we've never seen nothing like this here. Just hopefully that, uh, that a lot of prayers will go up and that we as a community will come back together. In Ukraine, a possible turning point in the Russian war, CBS's MTS tie-up. If Russian forces are able to capture Bakhmut, it would be the first major victory for Moscow in over half a year. Tens of thousands of Russian soldiers are understood to have been killed trying to secure it. And Ukrainian military leaders also concede defending the city has resulted in huge losses. There's new research now showing the COVID-19 pandemic increased the rates and severity of depression. The study of nearly 136,000 people found that more than half reported some degree of depression, even those who were not infected. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
It's 103 on Saturday, March 4th. 51 degrees, partly sunny, wind advisory, and highs near 60. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. The number of people charged with strangling someone in Fairfax County has jumped to an alarming level. From 2021 to 2022, the number of people charged with strangulation-related charges jumped from 134 to 217. The Washington Post reports, however, that many of the cases are never brought to a conviction. Why? At a recent conference in Tyson's Corner on strangulation prevention, police and prosecutors suggested two reasons. One, police not collecting the right kind of evidence in these cases and two victims no longer wanting to pursue charges many strangulations are domestic cases men are charged most of the time kyle cooper wtop news lawmakers in maryland are taking action following the fire that killed a 25 year old woman in silver spring two weeks ago a new bill introduced by lord charcutian would require all high-rises to give notification if they did not have sprinklers. It would also make them provide fire extinguishers for each unit. You know, I wish we had done it last year. I wish we had done it two years ago. I wish we had done it 15, 20 years ago. Charcutian named the bill after Melanie Diaz, who died at the arrived Silver Spring Apartments on February 18th. Her father speaking with NBC4. Nobody's going to give it to me back to my daughter, but uh, this law is going to save a lot of life. In a statement, apartment management offered condolences to the Diaz family and said all fire safety measures in the building were up to code. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Virginia's attorney general is again pushing to have a report detailing the investigation into how Loudoun County Public Schools handled two sexual assaults be made public. Jason Miares, through a special counsel, has filed for a subpoena for its release. The school board last month voted against releasing the report. In a court filing, the special counsel says the report is related to the investigation of former superintendent Scott Ziegler, who was fired and then charged with related crimes. Ziegler was charged with three misdemeanors last year. In a story you're hearing first on WTOP, D.C. is planning to use nearly $10 million of grant money to recruit and retrain, rather retain, mental health professionals. Many schools throughout the city don't have enough social workers or psychologists. We know that an important component of workplace satisfaction is ensuring staff are equipped to meet the needs of the students they serve. That's why D.C. is investing millions in training programs so school counselors, psychologists, and social workers can remain up to date on best practices. Tia Marie Bromstead is the city's assistant superintendent for health and wellness. Isolation experienced from the pandemic, the ongoing grief and loss experienced by many does have have tremendous impacts on our young people's mental health. The grant money will be used for some recruiting initiatives, and the city has many openings. As of the end of January, D.C. public schools had 29 social worker vacancies and 36 psychologist openings. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A man was shot and killed by U.S. Marshals in Southeast D.C. earlier this week. We're now hearing from his family. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. Tiffany Stewart wants to know how and why U.S. Marshals shot and killed her nephew, Alante Scott, Tuesday afternoon in Southeast D.C. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. After he paid the bond on February 14th, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott when he didn't show up for court on February 23rd. He was facing charges for stealing a car in Montgomery County. D.C. police say as marshals went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, 
and both deputies fired. Y'all killed my nephew. Shine Karen, WTOP News. Well, switching gears, it's a good day for a parade, and thousands have turned out for the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Alexandria. It's a tradition here in Old Town. It's the 40th year that crowds have lined the historic streets, and this year it is under sunny skies with a gusty wind blowing. The parade, full of pipe bands, Irish dance schools, and other performers. There is also a classic car show and the long-popular dog show. It's in the heart of Old Town, on King Street and Alfred, marching to Lee and Cameron Streets. In Old Town, Alexandria, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. D.C. area apartments are among the smallest, and they're getting smaller. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sandy, last report, we told you the westbound span of the Bay Bridge was closed for police activity. They quickly reopened it. Lanes are available, but you're still jammed coming out of Queen Anne's County and Anne Arundel County. But ahead of you, your lanes are available. Let's go into Frederick, Maryland, where the longstanding issue happened about an hour ago, a tanker truck fire. We've got 15 shut down both ways at Rosemont Avenue. Right now, nobody's getting by northbound or southbound. They may be letting some traffic by southbound, but it's uh, jammed up southbound from at least Liberty Road and northbound from I-70. You're under police direction as best as possible to get around this with your options limited. Northbound is exit at Jefferson Street, southbound at Moderate Avenue. That would be your last good exit before you get really caught up in these delays. 355 runs north-south through Frederick, but getting to it is going to be rough. This is going to be an extended closure. Elsewhere, let's go into the districts. No reports of any major issues in Virginia on the uh, Beltway and through Maryland on the Beltway. You'll find pockets of slow, but nothing reported to block. On the 95 corridor in Virginia, southbound standard volume delays at Woodbridge and then briefly at Aquia. Northbound slows and stretches out of Aquia all the way up toward Newington with easy pass lanes running south. George Washington Parkway southbound works on at 123. Single lane gets by on Great Falls' 193 westbound at Springville Road. They were dealing with a crash. And don't forget Old Town Alexandria. We've got King Street closed both ways between Routes 1 and the waterfront and the cross streets, too, for a parade. We're brought to you by WMATA. Open is a Metro Silverline extension and connecting you to six new stations, including Washington Dulles International Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Wind advisory up from the National Weather Service until mid-afternoon. Look for gusts anywhere between 40 and 50 miles per hour out of the north and west. A dry Saturday across the region with sunshine and highs close to 60 degrees. We're near 60 once again tomorrow with partly sunny conditions for your Sunday and less wind. On Monday and Tuesday, in fact Wednesday, Thursday as well, looking dry each day. Temperatures into the 60s for Monday and Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday we're back into the 50s and staying in the 50s on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. 57 degrees in Hyattsville, 57 in Arlington, 55 in Lanham. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 110. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Renters sacrifice space and renters in the D.C. area sacrifice more of it. We rank number seven for smallest average apartments in the country at 738 square feet, and they're getting smaller. The average size of an apartment currently under construction here is 
670 square feet. And you can go by Crystal City and, and uh, Navy Yards and see really the type of apartments that are being built. And they're towers, and they concurrently are smaller. That's Doug Ressler at Rent Cafe. Those new buildings don't mean renters are giving up space, just private space. The trade-off is a lot of amenity-rich community space in amenity-rich neighborhoods. And uh, what we see is the mixed-use being very closely associated with the uh, transit-oriented development and being able to live there and work there. Silver Spring tops the list for shrinking apartments. They're an average 100 square feet smaller now than a decade ago. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, will tonight be the night that Netflix viewers finally hear Chris Rock talk about last year's Oscar slap? It's one eleven. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at CertiPro.com and get the power of pro. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at fours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. Good afternoon. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. We're learning that President Biden dealt with a minor skin cancer lesion last month. Storms roll to the east after slamming the south where 10 deaths are reported. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. More news in 60 seconds. Ever since we got Xfinity Mobile, the whole family now has the fastest mobile service. My little brother has no idea how lucky he is. Back in my day, we didn't have it nearly as good. (sighs) Oh, yeah? Back in my day, you couldn't even stream outside the house. I I don't like to think about it. Please. Back in my day, we had phones with cords, and they were mounted to a wall. Forget phones. Back in my day, we wrote letters. Remember, Herman? Oh, I remember. Vintage texting. Cool. Switch to Xfinity Mobile, the fastest mobile service with 5G and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Get the best price for two unlimited lines with 5G compared to the lowest price plans of the top three carriers. Just $30 a line per month. 
Visit Xfinity.com slash fastest mobile to learn more. Wait till you hear about how we rented movies. I don't think she's ready for that. From Xfinity, home of the 10G network. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Unlimited Intro Service and Xfinity Internet Required. Taxes and fees extra reduced fees after 20 gigabytes of usage. Data thresholds may vary. This is WTOP News. It's 1.15. I'm Sandy Kozell. Thanks for being with us. Will we finally hear what Chris Rock has to say about that Oscar slap last year? Well, you could if you're a Netflix customer. TV Guide's Matt Roush joined me earlier to talk about Rock's Netflix special tonight. Netflix, for the first time, they do a lot of comedy specials, but they've never done a live stream comedy special live. But Chris Rock is the headliner. He's got a show called Selective Outrage. It'll be on tonight live on Netflix. And we do expect him to address this, among other provocative topics. The fact that Netflix going sort of heavily into the live event space was is kind of an interesting development for them. So I think you'll see them do more of this kind of thing in the future. But tonight, it's live. There's a pregame show and there's a post-show. There's an after-show. So they're making it like a full night of comedy with people like Leslie Jones and Arsenio Hall and David Spade and David Dana Carvey, all these people are going to be on one end or the other of the special. But it is Chris Rock's night, so we'll see what he has to say. Yeah, you're getting some for your money tonight on Netflix. For real. Next, a long-awaited sequel, which has Mel Brooks making history. Well, yeah, Mel Brooks, you don't see a lot of him, but you hear him throughout what they're calling History of the World Part 2, which is a sequel to his movie all the way back in 1981. And the joke was History of the World Part 1. There was probably never going to be a Part 2. But now there is, and he's the guiding spirit of this. Contemporary comics, Nick Kroll, Ike Barinholtz, and Wanda Sykes are the stars, and they're the ones who are really doing the show. And there's all these running gags, so it's, you know, making fun of world history, the Russian Revolution, the Civil War, and then the best running sketch, the story of Jesus, which begins as a spoof of Larry David, called Curb Your Judaism. And that's pretty funny. So anyway, it, it, it's shameless, it's tasteless a lot of times, and the, the grin-to-groan ratio depends on the sketch, so sometimes it's funny, sometimes it just lands. But anyway, it's four nights, starts Monday through Thursday on Hulu, and if you're a Mel Brooks fan, you're going to want to check it out. And this could be a new look at a legendary entertainer for a lot of younger folks, too. Well, for sure. I mean, you know, his legacy is huge, and most people know Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein and his great movies, but he also had a, you know, a lot of television. He was the early writer for Sid Caesar. He was also, of course, had uh, the guiding spirit of uh, Get Smart. So he's, he's, he's been around forever, and, and, it's, and it'll be fun for people to maybe discover him again. That's TV Guide's Matt Rausch. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week, beginning the week of March 13th, will feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com, search player to apply today. Sponsored by Main Street Bank. It's 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Joe Conway's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, Sandy, as we've been reporting for more than an hour now, Route 15 in Frederick, Maryland remains shut down both ways for the serious tanker fire at Rosemont Avenue. The closure is essentially southbound at 7th Street and northbound at Route 40 Patrick Street. Those will be your last good exits, but it's going to cost you a lot of time to get there. If you're south on 15, maybe uh, plan to uh, use Route 26 to work your way over to 355. If you're north, maybe you can plan to exit at South Jefferson Street, your last good exit before you get to 144 and Patrick Street. But you're jammed up both ways, north and southbound. All of the uh, secondaries taking a lot of the bailout, not built for this, obviously. This tanker truck closure is going to be in place for the foreseeable future, at least another couple of hours from what we understand. On the Capitol Beltway through Prince George's and Montgomery County, standard volume delays. 50 westbound jammed off of Kent Island to and across the westbound span of the Bay Bridge, where it's 2 west and 2 east, and limited wind restrictions now in effect. 
Going into the district, no reports of any major problems on the highway. Standard volume delays for the most part. Virginia, George Washington Parkway southbound at 123. Work zone has a single lane getting by. On 66 eastbound, slowing briefly out of Fair Oaks toward 123. I don't have any incidents reported in that stretch. On the 95 corridor, going south, you slow across the Occoquan that briefly through Aquia. Northbound 95 slows out of Aquia and stretches all the way to Newington with a crash along the way reported just north of the Occoquan River Bridge. Matt says you're getting by that one, staying to, I believe, the left. Easy pass lanes are southbound on 95 and 395. Mainline 395 north slows briefly out of Springfield toward Edsel Road, then across the inbound 14th Street Bridge. In Old Town Alexandria, a reminder, King Street remains closed both ways between Route 1 and the Alexandria Waterfront, as do the cross streets in that stretch for an ongoing parade. We are brought to you by Jiffy Lube Service Centers, keeping you moving with oil changes, tire rotations, filters, wipers, and a full range of services, JiffyLubeDC.com. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. To Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Tracking the weather system that brought rain to us yesterday that is pushing away from the region, but as it moves away, it's going to continue to bring us gusty winds. We're on weather alert here in the Storm Team 4 Weather Center for your day today. Wind advisory up through mid-afternoon. We'll see 20 to 30 mile per hour winds out of the north and west with isolated gusts higher. It's close to 40 and 50 miles per hour at times through midday, as I mentioned. Partly sunny for your Saturday, a dry wind with highs close to 60 degrees. We're going to get close to 60 once again for your Sunday, partly sunny with less wind. On Monday, the work weekend, school week starts dry, temperatures near 59, 60 degrees in the afternoon, and the same deal here on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. It's 57 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 57 in Oxon Hill, and 55 in Sterling. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. Area educational leaders come together on gun violence strategies. I'm Dan Ronan. It's 120. You know how it feels to find an extra French fry in the bottom of the bag? Imagine finding, I don't know, $5 million? Well, during the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary cash bash promotion, the lottery games you normally play can also be entered into a second chance contest to win up to $5 million. Every $50 of games like Fast Play, Keno, or non-winning scratch-offs can earn you another chance to win. Go to mdlottery.com to turn a little into... Please play responsibly. Land Rover Alexandria would like to thank you, the DMV area, for making us your number one choice when it comes to buying or servicing your Land Rover or Jaguar. Over the past year, we've grown to be the top volume dealer in parts and service and continue to be one of the leaders in sales. Our all-new state-of-the-art dealership has the most experienced technicians in the area and one of the largest inventories of new and pre-owned Land Rover vehicles. We're excited to have added new Land Rover and Jaguars to our service loaner fleet so there will always be a vehicle ready and available for you we are pleased to bring back our ever popular million dollar buyback program for every vehicle traded in land rover alexandria will donate 100 to facets a local charity which serves homeless individuals and families in northern virginia and so the family tradition continues visit us in alexandria on van dorn street or at landroveralexandria.com 
Do you know a student athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. You're listening to WTOP News. And 123, experts from 18 Washington, D.C. area universities released their recommendations to reduce gun violence in the U.S. The group, the Consortium of Universities of the Washington Metropolitan Area, worked with more than 100 experts in fields including public and mental health, gun violence, education, and other areas. They recommend exploring anti-gun violence prevention messaging and educational campaigns without vilifying law-abiding gun owners and expanding the use of safety devices and safety training. University of Maryland President Daryl Pine says the initiative is about creating innovative and actionable solutions. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. A man's been shot to death in the Temple Hills, Marlow Heights area of Prince George's County. Police say it happened around 10 last night in the 4600 block of Dallas Place. Police were sent there on a report of gunshots and found the man outside. No information yet on exactly what led to the shooting or on any suspects. Family, friends and supporters gathered last night to honor Timothy Tyree Johnson. Johnson was unarmed when he was shot and killed by police in Fairfax County in Tyson's Corner. So justice looks like well, right now the family has not seen the body-worn camera footage. Michelle Leet, president of Fairfax County's NAACP branch, spoke to WTOP after the vigil. There's cameras all around Tyson's Mall. Leet says they want an independent investigation and to see all unedited footage of this incident. They're also calling on the department to establish a foot pursuit policy. During the vigil, Dr. Vernon Walton of First Baptist Church of Vienna. Let's review the policies. Let's see the history of the officers and let's change the culture. And Melissa Johnson, Timothy's mother. We're going to wait to see what happens, but we're watching. And if not now, when? Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A boil water advisory is in effect for the Spring Valley community in Charles County, Maryland was put in place after a water leak this week. The leak has been fixed, but the Charles County Public Works Department says the leak resulted in a loss of water pressure, which could possibly contaminate drinking water. The advisory remains in effect until tomorrow. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Ben Raby. Right, Sandy, we'll start with college basketball. Late first half in the Atlantic 10, where George Mason leads Richmond 34-26. Mason entered play having won five straight and looking to clinch the number five seed in the upcoming 8-10 tournament. Elsewhere in the Atlantic 10, senior day in Foggy Bottom. George Washington taking on VCU. 4.30 tip in that one. On the women's side, Big East quarterfinals. Late third quarter, top seed UConn all over Georgetown, 56-23. Big Ten semifinals coming up at 5 as Maryland takes on Iowa. NFL, we're inching closer to the start of free agency coming up on March 15th. The commanders have said that Sam Howell will enter the offseason atop their quarterback depth chart. Taylor Heineke, a pending free agent. And Dave Preston telling the D.C. Sports Huddle it's... Probably best to move on at this point. If he comes back, it's going to be a somewhat awkward situation because the fan base loves him. I think a Jacoby Brissett, a guy who's taken snaps in the league elsewhere, 
a guy who's not necessarily a threat, but a guy who can maybe be a mentor for uh, Sam Howell this year. The entire episode of the D.C. Sports Huddle available on Apple iTunes, the podcast D.C. app, or wherever you get your podcasts. NBA, the Wizards will look to sweep a two-game set from the Raptors. Wizards took the opener on Thursday night. The rematch this evening, 5 o'clock tip on 1500 AM. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden had a cancerous skin lesion removed during his physical last month. In a large storm system spouting 